Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for January 7th, 2019. We welcome Metalachi's El Cucuy on The Roman Show to talk about the band's new album, Tres. This plus a whole lot more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go blind. Go. We're going fly. GNC. We're going. Tell me. Go. Control. Go. 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 We are going. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. We're going fly. Launch control. This is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, it's another episode here in 2019, and finally joined by my co-host, Mr. George Alonzo. Welcome back, sir. Wait, 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 wait. What did you just call me? Well, I forgot the dashing part. I'm going to have my attorney call you, and we're going to settle this, because... In my contract, it says that you have to announce me as dashing George Alonso. Anywho, I'm here enjoying uh, what seems like your, what your secretary told me is, is chocolate, but for some reason it tastes like egg flax, a margarita. What did your secretary mistake uh, egg flax for chocolate? It's uh, I don't know. I don't remember. She she just came back from a trip out of overseas. She might be a little over, uh, you know, a little uh, jet lag. So I, I don't know what she put in that thing. I, I'm, I, just tastes weird. But anywho, I'm enjoying this chocolate margarita, whatever this is. Well, enjoy it as long as it's not a little smushy. I think you'll be okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much again for tuning in. We're got a great lineup for you today. We got Ekukue of Metalachi. If you haven't heard of Metalachi, well, it's a combination of metal and mariachi. That's right, mariachi and metal meet. And they produce Metalachi. It's great stuff. Really exciting. Listen, as, as a person myself who has listened to me, you've listened to Mariachi, George. Yeah, of course. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was at my sister's quince. So, yes, I've heard Mariachi more than I can even remember. Well, imagine Mariachi, right? Mariachi musicians playing, say, Thunderstruck. Or, say, Bohemian Rhapsody. Can you imagine that? I'm trying to think of a beat. So it'll be pretty interesting. Well, that's exactly what Metalachi produces, and El Cucuy is on the show here today to talk to us about their latest album. They were on America's Got Talent and actually got kudos from the great Howard Stern. So he'll talk a little bit about that and a whole lot more. But I'd like to get some stuff out of the way here. We encourage you, everyone. The Roman Show has been nominated as the best podcast, part of the Florida MMA Awards, doc, uh, Awards 2019. So you can visit the website, FloridaMMAAwards.com. That's FloridaMMAAwards.com. And vote for The Roman Show as the best podcast. That's FloridaMMAAward.com. I mean, it's awesome to be nominated for this stuff. We won it, I think, like two years, three years. I can't really remember, but it's it's been a time. Um, But so honored to be once again nominated. Florida. MMAAward.com is the website. We are um, nominated for the best podcast here in the state of Florida. And also myself, 
I uh, have been nominated for Best Ring Announcer. You can vote right there on that same website, FloridaMMAAward.com. Also, uh, you got the Best Florida Fighter, uh, the Best uh, uh, Promotion uh, Overseas, Worldwide, Titan FC, which I, I work for. I'm not thinking about plugs, but... Just saying, right? Just got to mention them, right? I don't know anything. Nothing's wrong with the plug. No, absolutely not. So just, yeah, throw in there. Time to see why you're in there. Uh, so, yeah, FloridaMMAAward.com is the website. I'm not being biased. I don't think so, right? No, I don't think so. I think you're calling it right down the middle. Just call it right how it is. So you can vote right there, FloridaMMAAward.com. We would appreciate your vote. We thank you for the support. And we'll party right after, man. As long as you got margaritas. Well, you know, I am celebrating uh, sober wearing. Well, they said sober was in October, but whatever. This entire month of January, I'm clean. Not one sip of alcohol, my friend. But wait, 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 wait. What's it called? Sober wearing. Who in the blue blazes created that? January, sober wearing. You get it? But who created that? Uh, you know, some people do it in February, so they they drink all the way on through the Super Bowl, and then they they do sort of February soberware. I'm just deciding to do it in January. Is this almost like some random mass genius that decided to create No Shave November? Uh, yeah, kind of like that. And they got No Not November. Yeah, sure. Let me get back to my chocolate margarita. Uh, oh well, I am celebrating soberware, not an ounce, not a. Not even a little drop of alcohol, you know, and it does good for your system as well. So, um, either way, I'd like to let everyone know that uh, you got to get yourself a collar and elbow t-shirt. These things are banging, they are good quality, and you can get yourself a percentage off by using the promo code, the Roman Show, all in caps. You need to visit the website, collarandelbowbrand.com. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Get yourself a t-shirt or two. For Valentine's Day. That, that, I think that'd be a nice little gift. Don't you think so, George? Yeah, but listen, it, to me, I've always said is the thought that counts. Uh, but you know what? That would be a great gift. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll get you one if you behave. I'm going back to my margarita now, okay? Sounds good to me. All right, CarterAndElbowBrand.com is the website. The Roman Show All in Caps is the promo code, and you will get a percentage of your purchase. Once again, a reminder, please head on over to FloridaMMAAward.com. Go ahead. Vote for the Roman Show Best Podcast, Best Ring Announcer, myself. And again, I'm just throwing it in there. Best of mid-promotion overseas, Titan FC. I'm not saying anything, but they just celebrated their event overseas in Kazakhstan uh, in December. And it went really, really well. And by the way, speaking of Titan FC, you can see them back in action this Month, January 25th, they return to Extreme Action Park. And by God, they already have made the announcement. There will be two titles on the line, including Jason Suarez, who will be putting his title on the line. Uh, and we're going to have Adir Terry will be in action. Uh, Luis Gomez, the former champion, will be in action. A whole long list of names. You want to make sure you get your tickets. KHTIX.com forward slash TitanFC is the place you get your tickets. Two, Titan FC 52 at Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Let's talk pro wrestling on Reality Check.
It's time to give you a reality check. Well, George, let's get to the chase, man. Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, where will he land? We don't know, George. It's all really a, a coin flip. But in my opinion, I think that it would be a lot better if we were to see Mr. Omega in the WWE. I know many of the trolls and the people on the internet will say, no, well, you're not going to blah, 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 listen. The reason why I personally would like to see Kenny Omega in WWE is because it would be a surprise. If I was Vegas right now, I would have the betting odds favoring Kenny Omega signing with AEW. Now, this is being recorded on January 7th, which is Monday. Tomorrow, which is January 8th, the AEW crew will be having a special press um, conference where they'll be releasing information. We don't know. Maybe they will announce the Kenny Omega signing. We don't know yet. However, as of right now, as the recording of this podcast, I personally would love to see Kenny Omega in the WWE. It would be a bigger surprise. And I think, in my opinion, Triple H somehow, some way, will start having more of a say in what happens inside the ring and will allow a great matchup today between a Kenny Omega and an AJ Styles. As much as that's true, and as much as I wish it was true, too, I also think that you're wrong. Because here's the why. It's not wrong with the statements you were saying. It was wrong with the prediction you were saying. I think Kenny Omega is going to AEW because he's always been a person to go where his boys are. And I don't think Kenny can even make a decision for himself anymore. Because it's not even business for him. It's more like, hey, where are my friends? Oh, they're there? Okay, I'm going. So here's the thing. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. You want to be around your friends. You want to be happy. But here's the thing. When you mix personal, something like that, and business, you're setting yourself up for a very big risk. Because you're talking about a guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, he's a billionaire. But the man is a money man. He's a businessman. He's not a, let me, uh, let me, st- he's not part of the elite, per se. He's not part of that circle. He's a business man. And if he doesn't see that money coming back to his pocket, then he's going to pull out. So what's going to happen? AEW is going to be in trouble. Whereas WWE, you already have your su- yourself in stone. You already have your stage. You already have everything. So this is a risk that Kenny Omega is taking. Now, I do not, I do not want to see a Be The Elite episode where they're talking trash about the WWE after they all decline their contracts. Because at the end of the day, they're all those, and they, they, they basically practically made the bed where they sleep. So, time will tell. I agree. No, you, you can't bash them. I and I think they've, they've gone on the record and said, listen, we're not going to compete against the WWE. That is not our intention. Our intention is to give a, a different concept, something new. And, and that is the, the angle that they're taking on. But again, in my opinion, I hope, I'm crossing my fingers, I know that the chances of Kenny Omega landing in the WWE are, are not that high. But how cool would it be if we were to see the cleaner in the Royal Rumble setting up a matchup between him and AJ Styles at WrestleMania? I mean, I, you can't paint it any better than that. And either way, George, whether he signs with AEW and the WWE, there is no surprise. We know he's going to sign with either or. 
But I, I will tell you this. I can recall, uh, and maybe we have to go back to WCW and WWE, but I can recall the last time that, I mean, this is almost kind of like in, in, in the NFL or Major League Baseball or, or like LeBron James. You know, where is he going to go next? Is he going to go with Miami? Is he going to go with the Lakers? It, it kind of has that feel. You know, where is Kenny Omega going to go? I like that. I, I think it's great. And I think it's it's good for pro wrestling and the wrestlers themselves because if you do build up yourself to be like a Kenny Omega, you can make some big bucks. I agree. And that brings in the surprise factor. I remember speaking about this maybe about a year ago that wrestling has lost its surprise factor because nowadays everyone knows everything. It's amazing. And I give a lot of praise to Kenny Omega for doing this. Because he's the mastermind in all of this. He's not letting anyone know where he's going. Even though it's kind of like obvious. But he's not telling anyone where he's going. And we probably won't know until the end of January. So it's making people go nuts. The dirt sheets are going nuts. The journalists are going nuts. You and I are going nuts. The fans are going nuts. Everyone wants to know where Kenny Omega is going. And we are probably not going to know that till. I want to say January 31st when his contract expires with New Japan. Right, so that means the chances of him going on the Royal Rumble, you know, that's not going to happen. That's January 27th? Yeah, it's slim to none, but at least the promos can start. And, And to be honest with you, you're not alone when it comes to a whole bunch of fans that want to see that dream fight between AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. That could headline any wrestling company in the world. From AEW to even WWE. And that's another question. From what I hear, AJ Styles' contract was up in January. So can it be that AJ will leave for AEW as well? And we could see Omega versus Styles with no limits, no in-ring limits there? Time will tell. Time will tell. Let's tune in tomorrow. Uh, Now, moving forward, Matt Hardy has kind of hinted that he's coming back. George... Matt Hardy, is he done? Is he not? When he took off, he paired up with Bray Wyatt, which I have no idea what Bray Wyatt is now. I don't know the repackaging him or what it is. But what is going on with Matt Hardy? At one point, it seemed that they were giving him a push, but then it seems like he got cut with the whole Andre the Giant Rumble curse. That once you win that thing, your career is pretty much going down the tank. Yeah, practically. I've no, and that's just a sad situation where you think like how they build up the Andre the Giant. And mind you, all due respect to Andre the Giant, you know, yes, he's a great name and it's it's a legend. Just hearing that name is honorary. But when you have a battle royal and how they pitch it by saying, "Oh, this is the most prestigious battle royal," I don't see anything prestigious about it. I don't see any stars being made out of it. You would think that, hey, oh, this guy's going to be pushed to main event. No, it's almost like they get pushed to nowhere. So I really don't know what to tell you. But as far as Matt Hardy is concerned, he's always been an entertaining guy. I just don't think he's as over anymore as people originally thought because I feel the E took too long for the whole delete thing. So can Matt Hardy come back and and maybe get the pop? I don't know. Time will tell. But... I don't think he's that over anymore. Yeah, he'll just be a mid-carter guy. I mean, that's all pretty much uh, what he could be at this point. And a guy that's just kind of boost up the, the younger guys to get up. All right, lastly, we want to finish off with this. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone viral. It's Priscilla Kelly, who was part of the May Young Classic tournament. Um, she did 
a spot that, well, it's the first, right? It's the first for everything. She grabbed a tampon from down there and fed it to her opponent. It was known as a tampon spot or the tuna spot, if you want to say. As she called and looked at her opponent and said, oh, you're about to taste the tuna. A lot of critics have been going out. There's been a lot of pros and cons, but they said, hey, was this nice? Uh, Jim Ross called it embarrassing. In my opinion, George, I think is brilliant. She is taking it to the edge. Joy Ryan came out with a bunch of dildos, for goodness sake, and he has a move that when you touch his crotch, it flips you over. And that is not embarrassing? Come on, dude. Come on, JR. Well, think about it, though. It, it, yes, uh, he came out with a whole bunch of dildos and you touch his crotch and so on and so forth. But you're talking about something that was inside the female area. Okay, how about Mr. Sokka? Where was he putting the sock from? Uh, from his shoe, yes, again. But you're talking about something that was filled, well, quote-unquote, filled with blood. And that's where people are getting that disgust. Now, me, as a fan, I find that as original as hell. But I think... What Priscilla Kelly is getting the most heat about is her sentence when she defended herself for the first time saying that this was fake. And I actually have to agree with a lot of the critics of hating her for saying that because that's almost like running yourself over uh, for the business that you love. You do not just go out there and say you love the business and then call it fake. That, that I think, is what is really making a lot of people upset. So do I find the spot original? Yes. Was I a fan of it? I, I want to say yes, but would I watch it? Of course not. But but yes, it, I liked it because it was original. Now, the way it was defended, no, because she said the four-letter word. And trust me, I would say it is nowhere near that four-letter word. Well, I'd like to get your opinion. Info at theromanshow.com is the website or the email. Info at theromanshow is the email. Info at theromanshow.com is the email. Send us your opinion. Do you think it's embarrassing or not? We'd love to hear your opinion. Info at theromanshow.com is the email. By the way, follow us on our socials. That's Roman Show Media, both on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. And also on our Twitter account at uh, The Roman Show. And our YouTube. All Romano 201, where you can see a whole long list of video interviews, including a couple of there with uh, George, which uh, he got to speak to none other than Nita Strauss. That was a great interview. Got picked up by several media outlets. Thank you very much. Uh, Blabbermouth and all the rest of the sites for picking it up. It's pretty good stuff. That's why I'm now known as the face of the Roman show. Now you see why I'm dashing. You're using me for my strengths. Congratulations, Mr. Roman. The hottest thing right now on the net. George's interviews. Check them out. Uh, or you could just go to the website, theromanshow.com. All right, we'll be right back. El Cucuy of Merolachi joins us right now to talk about their new album, Tres. Welcome, everyone, to The Roman Show. Once again, thanks so much for uh, uh, following us. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at the Roman Show and Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram. Well, it's a pleasure to have this band. You know, I remember the first time I heard them, it was at a at a Sublime concert. At a Sublime concert where I heard this background music, mariachi. I said, what the heck is going on? It's a pleasure to have El Cucuy of Merolachi. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, it's Cucuy. a pleasure to be here, man. And I know one day, like, once I became famous, I would make it on the Roman Show, dude. 
I knew it. it. Well, that's awesome. I mean, you know, Kukui, I mean, one of the best, you know, I know you've been recognized by America's Top Talent and uh, Howard Stern. I mean, that that must be super cool. Hey, man, that was really awesome, man. We, you know, it, it was, uh, we met like the Howard the Stern and Howard the Mandel and stuff, you know, <laughs> and they were really cool to us, you know, and it was it was really fun to play in front of them, but also all the people, you know, and they, it was fun because, you know, we played our song and like, they, the, the, the judges and the audience gave us a standing ovation, it was great, man, really good. And you know what, and again, I, and I, I know you got, you got the whole recognition from Howard Stern and American Soft Talent, but I'm telling you, the first time I encountered you guys was when I heard you, they, Sublime by Rome, with Rome, they play yeah. your music, they play your music while they're changing, um, you know, different bands, and on their tour, they, they were just playing your music in the background. Yeah, man, that's that cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. you know, and I, I tell you one thing, and, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but like, um, El, El Vato, El, El, um, Eric Wilson from the space player from Sublime, you know, he's, He's like a friend to the band, you know, and and there has been a couple times where that guy has actually joined us on stage, man. Oh wow! And and I think I remember one time in Hollywood, like he was all dressed up in a mariachi charro suit, you know, uh-huh. and he was playing like a little bass, and we played Santaria, you know, right. and he was doing the play with us, man. He's just such a cool guy, <laughs> you know. But um, but uh, and then there was even like a tour poster that they had. I can't remember which tour it was, but um. One of the guys was wearing, actually wearing a Metalachi t-shirt in a tour poster. <laughs> so it was, really, it was really cool, man. Those guys are awesome. Well, Kukui, let's talk about this. It's uh, dropping this month, uh, and you guys have a cover oh, yeah. of Bohemian Rhapsody. Of course, Queen is very popular now because of the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. But that yeah. itself is a hard song to cover. And then, to make it worse, you're playing it mariachi style. How the hell did you guys pull that thing off, man? You, you know what? We're, well, we're even trying to figure that out, you know, because, you know, that song was really tough, you know? And uh, and I, we know that a lot of bands have a hard time playing that song because there's just, there's just so much involved in it, you know? And, but, um, but Metalachi, man, everyone was down for the challenge and we put it together. It took a while, but, man, we stuck with it and uh, people love it, man. So, and it ended up being on video. We thought, yeah, you know, this is a good thing. We need to put a video out for this song. You know, I think by coincidence, by coincidence, it, it came out like around the time of the movie. But we actually been planning this since last year. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, it just by coincidence, I mean, we just happened to get it finished and everything done by, by right now. And the movie that started like the following week. So, you know? so even even before the movie was released, you guys had it in your agenda to put this thing together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, since last year, man. Now, another couple of songs that you have there in the new album, Tres, is Thunderstruck yeah. from ACDC, Holy, Dri- Holy Diver. I mean, those are tough songs, too. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's a lot of, like, like, tough songs, but, you know, they're fun to play. And um, the musicians in the band, Paco Halen, Calavera on the violin, you know, um, Kiko Kane on the guitarron. I mean, everybody on the band is, like, a top-notch musician, man. So they're down for it. They, they have the chops to, to do it. You know, and if it wasn't for how skilled these guys are, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of these songs, you know. And you can say right now, man, one of the hardest songs that we played now is a song by Tool. Mm. And I mean, that, that song is this crazy, it's a crazy song, but these guys, man, they did a really good job on it, you know, and they, they're, they're playing it. It's great, man. 
So you mentioned two is one of the hardest songs. Which song do you think is probably the most challenging that you have tried, but you said, you know what, it's just not going to work out? Um, yeah, songs that we've done like that. You know, I, I don't, I don't think that there's ever been a song where we just played it and said like, oh, that's too hard. It's more, it's more like a song that we played it and said, man, that song sucks. We're gonna forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> it's not really that the song sucks. It just didn't work well with mariachi, you know, mm-hmm. or it didn't work well with the way we sing it, or it just didn't sound right, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like. So we, uh, so sometimes there's some songs we just, we still keep them there in our list, but like we don't play them ever, you know, but, um, but no, man, I think, I think, I think a lot of the, the band members, like everyone brings their ideas, you know, with the songs and, and the songs are pretty much well thought of before we even attempt to, to learn them, you know, so there's a reason why we're learning certain songs. Now, aside, so, aside from you guys covering some songs, you two produce your own music, of course. We do pretty much almost everything in house, homie. And, and some of the lyrics that, that that inspires your music, aside from the covers, uh, tell me a little bit about that. Where do you get some of your influences? We know, and, and Andres, like for example, like Andres, there's a there's a new Metalachi original song. Mm-hmm. It's called Lucha, and the, right. that, that song was that song was actually written. Because um, a while ago we we were actually on the show Lucha Underground. Well, okay. Have you ever seen that? It's, of course it's I have. Awesome big, big 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 wrestling fan here. Really awesome man. And you know the show. So Metalachi was on that show, but like on the show they want they wanted us to play certain songs, you know, public domain. Like, but um, we wanted to play our own music and stuff. So we actually that song. We during one of our breaks it was like 15 minutes. We actually wrote that song in about 15 minutes, <laughs> and then we played it for we played it for the Lucha Underground, and they ended up loving it, and they ended up using it for one of their shows. Oh, and awesome. so we we just took it to the studio, and we you know we polished it up, added some parts here and there, and yeah, we're really proud of the song. It sounds really cool, man. So all right, so now you touch bases. I'm a big Luchador fan, big pro wrestling fan. So now nice. that you now that you're a part of Lucha Underground, do you have any famous luchador and i'm not talking about wwe i'm talking about triple a cmll any of those type of companies um i'm sorry what was the question i said do you have <laughs> do you have any any uh top favorite luchadores that you that you follow um you know there's a, there's a guy um his name is el mariachi loco mm. you know and uh, he's a friend of the bands too and he's actually one of the wrestlers you know he does that but also um uh, with El Vato, uh, <laughs> oh, it's Johnny Mundo, man. Of course. That, that guy, I mean, he's, he's the one, I think he's the reason why Metalachi was brought into Ducha Underground. Really? How so? Yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure how he saw us, man, but I think he was the one that brought us in. How you know, and, uh, he's, yeah, he's like Hollywood. I know he's done some, several movies and things like that. Yeah, well, look at the guy, man. The guy is like, he's all buff and handsome yeah. and stuff, you know, he's jealous, <laughs> was. He makes you want to cry, <laughs> 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 you know. But no, he's such a cool guy, though, man. You know, and so, uh, but yeah, so he's he's definitely a, a, an amigo to the band, you know. Now I saw one of your latest videos. You have a clown featured in it. D- tell me about that because it's kind uh, of like, what's going on. Let me know about the music videos. <laughs> Stab you the clown. <laughs> yeah, that guy is funny, man. He did such a good job on the video, you know. But. Uh, yeah, poor guy, you know, he, he, 
he was always getting teased by Felipe and stuff, you know, <laughs> so he just wanted, all he wanted to do was throw a party. <laughs> so, going in Metalache again, we're talking to Kukui, uh, absolutely awesome, they're going to be on tour, latest album, Tres, is going to be released this month in November 2018, yeah, so you got some great fiesta music for the holidays, um, and you're going to be on tour. So, so Kukui, I know you're going to be in Cali. You're going to have some tours over there. But how about coming to the East Coast, man? You know, we've, we've been to the East Coast uh, several times, man. You know, and uh, I don't think anything is uh, scheduled anytime soon. I know we go, as, uh, I think, in Chicago, like in January. Okay. You know, I know that's not exactly East Coast, but it's the closest we can so far. But at least we've been to New York, Washington, D.C., to Jersey, Philadelphia, you know, Boston. Yeah, we've been around for Africa before, man. So whenever they want us back, we're, we're happy to go, man. Well, I'll, I'll watch for you guys to get you guys in Florida. We got a, a huge, you know, Hispanic community out here, and we'd love to have you out here. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get something because I'm actually in... in uh, in um in February, Metalachi mm-hmm. is partic- is participating in a the Monsters of Rock cruise. Okay, right, right, right. That that is actually leaving from Florida. Miami, right? You know, yeah, from Miami. So we're trying. What we're trying to do is trying to find a couple of places that want to have Metalachi do a show there. Like when we, like either before we leave for the cruise or after we get back. Well, I'm, I'm gonna call them out quick right now. We got a great spot for you. It's either called Culture Room or Revolution Live. Please get yeah, Metalachi in there. You, yeah, we got to get Metalachi in there. We got some of the great bands. I mean, this is the spot uh, for you to come. Either Revolution Live or Culture Room. That, that, that's, that's the spot for uh, for rock concerts. Uh, so I'm, I'm oh, hoping man. they're listening to us so we can get Metalachi yeah, in there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right, so let's talk some mariachi here. We, we, oh, Vicente, we, we got some Vicente Fernandez. I've been to Mexico City. You know, you got the oh, yeah. cockfightings in, in uh, Plaza Garavaldi and all that stuff. So what are some of your top mariachi songs that from uh, as far as, you know, you got the, the famous one, Sigo Siendo El Rey, right? But what else do you have? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I, grew up, I grew up playing mariachi since I was a little boy, man, you know, and so... I was one of those guys that, you know, always played and I'd stand on, like, in, in, in L.A., like, there was a street over there called Boiler Street where, like, everyone, like, the mariachis would stand on the corner and, like, show their leg mm-hmm. to help get some, some jobs and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was one of those guys and, and just played a lot of mariachi, you know, when I was little, when I was young, you know, since I was a kid. And there's so many songs that influenced me that I love, but I tell you, my, my favorite one of my favorite all-time songs by Pedro Infante, man. Yes, of course. Pedro Infante was, I mean, I love Chente. Javier Solis is awesome. Pepe Aguilar, you know, who can, who can argue against Jose Alfredo Jimenez? That guy's like one of the greatest composers of all time, you know? Um, Juan Gabriel, but Pedro Infante, a lot of the songs, the way he sang was so romantic and it was so beautiful, you know? And I just, I love, like, Cien Años. Yes. Uh, there's another song that he sang called Amor de Mis Amores that I really like, you know. Um, but that's that's me. But I, 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 you can, you can go through every singer and I can tell you, like every song that my head was my favorite from them. I love them, and they definitely influence me, man. They definitely do. Yeah, and it's amazing how you were able to uh, your your groove to to mix the metal and the mariachi. 
And again, I, I commend you guys because that is so difficult to do. You know, it, 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 it took a while, man. It's a, it was a process because we didn't even know how it was going to come out, you know. It was one of those things where, hey, let's just try it and see what happens. And uh, we did, you know, and, and people ended up liking it. But it took us a while to actually get our sound the way we wanted it, you know, because when we first started, it was more like, um, it was kind of like more acoustic than it is now. Mm-hmm. It was like mariachi, you know, so there was like, Like the guitar player didn't use pedals, the violin player didn't really use pedals, you know. And um, but now, you know, like Paco Halen, he has a lot of pedals, and Calavera has a, a bunch of, you know, like it sounds almost like electric, you know, electric guitar. And, uh, and so it's 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 definitely the sound has has morphed into something I think we we really like, you know. And so we made it work. No figure, you know. <laughs> so, so we know that in Mexico they love rock. I mean, I could just remember uh, seeing a concert from Metallica, and they just lose their 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 minds when Metallica's on stage. So, Metalachi going to Mexico. You guys got out there already? We actually been to Mexico a couple times. Tell me about the reaction and and, and how how they react to it when they're hearing it. You know, the fear metal songs, but mariachi style. You know, they they actually love. Uh, They liked it a lot, man. You know, I mean, we didn't hear anything complaints. <laughs> And people showed up to the sh- you know, people showed up to the show. Um, I mean, there was a, there was a place we played at in Mexico City. I think it was called uh, Circo Galador, which is like a place that's kind of famous there for for rock, you know. Mm-hmm. And we played a couple times in TJ, and uh, it was pretty good, man. I mean, Mexico is a different animal. You know, it's a little crazy over there, but <laughs> I know it is. I mean, it's um, it's definitely different than here, but I mean, they like this. You know, I think, I think, you know, we, there, there are people out there that don't really like what we do. And it's, I think it's funny because, you know, we feel that there's a good connection between metal and mariachi. Because you go to a mariachi, uh, mariachi concert, like you're playing, like the mariachis are playing songs like that have been around for like 50 years, you know? Right. And everybody, everybody knows the words and everyone's singing along. When you go to like a, a, a rock show, you know, metal show, that everybody knows, everyone's singing, everyone's, like every single time we play Sweet Child of Mine, it's almost like we're at a mariachi show. Because <laughs> you know, everyone's, everyone's singing along, you know? And there's, there's a lot of, uh, of things that they, that they have in common, you know? But at the same time, there's purists, man. There's, there's people like that are mariachis that are like, hey, don't touch the music, man. It's sacred. And, and And they, they don't like what we do, you know, because we changed it. But at the same time, we get, like, really hardcore metal people that, that tell us we suck, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's... It, but it, it goes... It goes I think the majority of the people, they like what we do, but you're always going to find, like, the, the person who really who really hates us, you know, and that's fine. You know... You embrace that. You know, which kind of stinks, because if you look at Mana, you know, from Mexico, yeah. rock band, and they play yeah. mariachi music their way. You know, and, yeah. and and they lose your minds out there when they're when they're performing on stage. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean they they played like a one Gabriel song. Right. Sure what it was, but yeah, but they, it was great, man. But they're my mom, man. <laughs> I mean, they're awesome. They, they could play whatever they want. I mean, they could play Michael Jackson. Everyone will love it. <laughs> well, Kaku, I want to thank you for your time, man, and and I really appreciate you and your music, and uh, absolutely awesome. Keep doing it. And, and again, please marketing your calendar. I know you got that cruise coming up. Uh, but again, Revolution Live, Culture Room, please get Metalachi out there in February. I would love to 
uh, be out there with the rest of the some metalheads out here in South Florida. We'd love to have you out here, Kukui. Yeah, hopefully we can make that happen, man. Absolutely, well, Kukui. Thanks so much. Again, the new album drops this month, November 3. Make sure to listen to it on your favorite streaming services or as well. You can purchase it as well. Thank you so very much. Kukui, one last question. What can people sure. expect from this third album are you guys? Oh, man, I think everyone should should expect to just have a good time listening to it. Like, if you're in the kitchen, like, you can listen to tortilla. You can listen to track number four, like tortillas and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, if you guys are, like, in the mood to make a baby, you can listen to <laughs> our version, our version of More Than Words. It'll help you, you know? So they, I think everyone's going to get something different from the album, but we're, we put a lot of work into it, so, like, we're really proud of it. So we really hope that everyone enjoys it, you know? Awesome. We'll go again. Once again, Tres dropping this month. Make sure to listen to it on your favorite streaming service or purchase it. Metalachi, do not miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. The Roman Show, just a reminder, guys, please, please head on over to Florida MMA Awards. Dot com and vote for The Roman Show as the best podcast and myself as the best ring announcer. You can find it right there, FloridaMMAAward.com or head on over to TheRomanShow.com and right there on the right side, you will see the Florida MMA Award image. Click on that and it'll take you to the links. All right, guys, going to get some stuff out of the way here. Titan FC 52 again. Bro comes back January 25th live on USC Fight Pass. Tickets are available, KTIX.com or slash Titan FC. And you can see it live at, ext- at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Get your tickets right now before it's too late. Two titles on the line. Well, John Jones will be returning back to action at UFC 235 in March. He'll be taking on Anthony Smith for the lightweight championship. Now, he just defeated Alexander Gustafson. And uh, Jones will be taking on Smith. Just Smith is the number three ranked guy. But George, I, you know... This is going to be a, a walkthrough for, for Johnny Jones. I think uh, what should happen is, I know he's been out of action for about a year and change, but yes, give this guy another tune-up fight, set him up against him and Daniel Cormier, because I don't know what the status is with Brock Lesnar, for God's sake. I don't know if we are, we are going to see Brock versus Jones or Brock versus DC. Well, I, I, I don't know what to say, but you know, when it comes to John Jones, I, I don't understand how he's still in the UFC again. I'm sorry to say, but I, I'm one of those. I, I totally agree. No, no one understands. But nonetheless, he sells. He's money. He's there. Again, if it was up to me, I would pair him up, get this guy, fight Smith. He's, listen, I'm not telling you right now, easy win for John Jones. Have him face either DC or Brock, maybe in July, in that big pay-per-view that they got every single year. Moving forward, George. Uh, in the welterweight division, Tyron Woolley will be taking on Kamaru Usman in that same pay-per-view, UFC 235. Now, originally, Woodley, uh, he is a champion, but he was scheduled to fight Colby Covington, who is the current or is the interim welterweight champion, but Colby wasn't available to fight. But here's what happened. Tyrone uh, is ready to fight. Colby pretty much has been set aside, been pushed over, and now Kamaru, who just defeated uh, a very formidable opponent, is getting that title shot. Colby is pissed off. He said, listen, they're overlooking me. They forgot about me. I am the interim heavy welterweight champion, 
and you're giving it to Kamaru, who just defeated a guy, but is not the interim champion. So it's like the whole unification thing is thrown out the window. Now Kobe, listen, Dana White, take me out. Give me my release. So there's a whole long list of, going, uh, of situations going on with Kobe Covington. And to wrap things up here, Pollyanna Viana, she is a UFC fighter, beat the crap out of a guy who attempted to rob her and steal her phone in Brazil. Kudos to Pollyanna showing how MMA, it doesn't matter what your gender or, or, or age or whatnot, you can kick someone's ass. Kudos to you, Pollyanna. All right, guys, thanks so very much for tuning in here on The Roman Show. We'll catch you next week. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Catch you next week, everyone. <laughs>